Um, so yeah, have you guys heard of InspiroBot before? So InspiroBot, if you've never heard of it before, is a um, artificial intelligence uh, quote provider. So basically, you go to inspirebot.com, I think it is, it might be .co. Nope, inspirebot.me. And basically, it's a website dedicated to generating uh, unique inspirational quotes uh, for endless enrichment of pointless human existence. So it's basically an AI that's uh, kind of gathered all the different quotes from the internet. And, you know, you've got those like special pictures that people have and it just amalgamates and creates quotes out of thin air. And let's, let's look at uh, a couple now before we kind of talk about what's happening in the news. Um, <laughs> and so one that's just come up going, honesty, try to enjoy it. Which isn't too bad, actually. I think that makes, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, this is quite good. Oh, <laughs> so this one's writing down erotic fantasies is unforgivable, no matter how much you rule the world. See, that makes no sense. I love AI generated stuff. Have you guys ever seen uh, scripts written by computers? It's hilarious because they make no sense, but they are so funny. They are like the funniest thing because they're so random. And I love that that's what machines are doing. So I think it's also safe to say that machines aren't going to rule the world anytime soon. <laughs> and here's another quote. After the lovemaking comes the vision. Makes no sense. It's great. I love this. Uh, what's the next one going to be? Formulize authenticity. Here you go. Fitz as one says, shut up like you were the man in the mirror. <laughs> Uh, it's great. If you've never been to inspirebot.me, you should do it. And you get the pictures as well. I mean, the pictures just make it perfect. Um, something more visual and quite funny when the words are next to the visual, visually, uh, <laughs> happy new PM Eve. Oh, is it, have we, is it official? Is a PM prime minister being decided tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, who do you think is going to be? I think I think the next prime minister is going to be Boris Johnson. I mean, well, when when I release this podcast, I guess tomorrow when I do the editing on it, um, we'll have the answer, and it probably will be Boris Johnson. Turns out, Pass Henry was right. We now have a new prime minister of the United Kingdom, and it's good old Boris Johnson. Ah. <sighs> uh, yeah, what what are your thoughts? Who do you think is going to be the next prime minister, Boris or Jeremy? Boris, which is going to be good for the UK. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, out of the choice of a turd sandwich and a douchebag, sorry, no, it wasn't turd. With the choice of a turd sandwich and a giant douche, I'd take the turd sandwich, which is Boris in this situation. The giant douche is um, Jeremy Hunt. Uh, and. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't trust Jeremy Hunt. I, I, with Boris, at least what you get. <laughs> with Boris, at least you know what you get because he's a bumbling idiot and just says everything that he is. Um, whereas Jeremy's a bit of a snake. So yeah, that's that's my kind of view on it. Um, also, yeah, I don't like what he did with the junior doctors. So, so I have some like bad blood with him. Boris being PM, though, is going to put our own union at risk, and it already is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you're right. I, I mean, neither is a good choice. That's why I said turd sandwich and giant douche, if you've seen that South Park episode. Uh, reference there. 
yeah, I think that's the uh, difficulty. You know, what, they're, they're both very bad choices, but what, what can you do? You know, if, if I had no choice but to pick one, I would probably pick Boris, but it would be a push. Um, yeah, so who knows? But I reckon it will be. I'd be surprised if it's Jeremy. I'll say that much. <laughs> Leave the UK. I will. I mean, to be fair, Stuart, you probably will be leaving the UK, as in not you personally, as in your country, because you're pretty much, I think every, bar one or two counties in Scotland, everyone's like SNP, and you know for sure that if Brexit gets pushed through, that the SNP are going to try and get an independent vote for Scotland. And, you know, I, I don't know. I wouldn't want that, because I, I love Scotland, and I think it's great. Yeah, but I wouldn't blame Scotland for doing it. That's that's the sad thing. But yeah, who knows? If we can't have a second referendum for Europe, Scotland can't have a second referendum for independence. <laughs> I'm going to say it now. Put it into law. <laughs> sure, she said, good thing that Scots law is different, isn't it? Uh, well, yeah, but, you know, all your laws are made by Westminster. That's why you wanted independence in the first place. <laughs> No, no, I, I know. I'm, I'm. You've got. I think they, there's been a lot of devolution to Scotland, hasn't there? As as a kind of like res, an ease, I suppose, to make it better, so you can kind of control more than what happens in your own country. Which why shouldn't you? Um, so yeah. Oh, I've got another Inspire bot. So before the building of the bridge comes the dream. Now there's an inspirational quote for everybody. There you go. The most powerful devolved parliament in the world. Apparently, <laughs> well, I think you can, you can have pretty much most say on almost everything. Um, and again, why shouldn't you? Yeah, you want to run your own country how you run it. Like certain things are different in Scotland than they are in England. The, a lot of things are better in Scotland than they are in England. For example, tuition fees. Do you pay? Is it free for university or is it the original three thousand like six hundred? Because I feel like it was free and then they've added just low fees because i knew they did that in wales as well but the worst was if you were english and you went to study in wales you would have to pay english university fee prices and if you were welsh going to study in england i think you paid welsh prices but if you were scottish going to study in england or wales you pay the normal fee of the area but if you're english and going to scotland i think you could get away without paying anything or at least i don't know i don't know enough about it this is me just chatting from what i vaguely remember back in uni uh so scottish people still pay nothing and haven't done since like 0304 see that's a good thing you shouldn't have to pay for university you shouldn't have to pay for higher education okay time for another bum 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 inspirational quote from inspirobot uh, finding true love is not a question of what's the point, but why not now? <laughs> These make no sense. Uh, you don't pay prescriptions for, um, I mean, to be fair, we don't pay a lot for prescriptions uh, in the UK. I think it's like £8.95, so just under a tenner. And um, I think if it does feedback into the NHS, it's, it's a good thing. I'm not against, because I know in... in uh, England at least, that if it's a repeat prescription that you need to have for the rest of your life, you don't pay anything. It's only if it's like one-offs. And so it does bring a bit of money back. And I, I don't mind paying a little bit towards so that, that sort of thing. 
Um, that's an interesting question, though. Like in New Zealand, I believe they charge people to go see a GP. So they have a national health system. And if you go into an emergency room and everything, like it's all free. Um, but if you want to go see like a family doctor or a GP, you have to pay. Um, you have to pay like a small fee. I, th- I think it's negligible. I think it's like probably the equivalent of like 10 pounds or even maybe $10, which is probably like half that, which is five pounds. Um, but it's trying to probably disincentivize people from just abusing it. And Fitz is saying that he doesn't pay because he's diabetic uh, for his uh, prescriptions. Yeah. See, so you, that's the point. Like if it's a repeat prescription or something, you don't have to pay. You only obviously pay for like one-offs when you're ill and you've got tonsillitis maybe, and you've got to go buy some antibiotics. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's a hell of a lot better than the US. Sorry, any Americans that are very anti-health, national health services or universal health care. You don't get baby boxes in England. Oh, wait, do you get a baby box? So when you have a baby, you get like a box full of goodies in Scotland. I, I, presu- I, don't, I assume that's what you meant by that. I don't know. I could be completely way off and it could be like a box of babies. Is that what you mean? Do you get a box of babies? Here's a box of babies, because I don't think that's a very healthy thing to do. If people are giving out boxes of babies in Scotland, that's got to (laughs) change. Yeah, but what is a baby box? Hopefully not a box full of babies, just saying. (laughs) The baby box is a pioneering new Scottish initiative and is jam-packed full of the essentials needed to help new parents welcome their bundle of joy into the world. Inside each box, you can find items such as baby clothes, a blanket, a bath towel, a baby wrap, toys, bibs, and an ear thermometer and nursing pads. There you go. It's kind of, yeah, as I assumed, like, it's like when you have a child, you get a, yeah, you get a box for your baby. That's really good. (laughs) If it's saying Scotland's got it right. Yeah, so I, I never knew that existed. That should be a thing here. Why is that not a thing in England? It's rubbish. Um, that's really interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, because it's like last thing when you have a baby, it's like, oh, crap, we need to buy all the stuff. And I suppose, what if your baby comes early? You know, you're like, oh, it's all right. We've got it's not due for another three weeks. We've got time until we uh, need to get all the baby stuff. And then, boom, the baby's there. And you're like, ah, I've got nothing. Uh, free sanitary products for every woman in every public building. Wow. You know what? That's, that's, that's Scotland has got a lot of things right. I got to say, this has become a very pro-Scottish uh, chat at the moment. I mean, um, I do like Scotland, and you got Edinburgh and Glasgow. They're great cities. Got Inverness, love Inverness. Up in the Highlands, you got Nessie. Who doesn't love Nessie? If you don't love Nessie, you're a monster. Not Nessie, you are. <laughs> she was like Edinburgh. So he's clearly from Glasgow. If he hates Edinburgh. Yeah, exactly. And he said it's correct, which, yeah, basically anyone from Glasgow hates people from Edinburgh and everyone from Edinburgh hates people from Glasgow. But they don't really. It's just kind of like a, I suppose, Manchester and Liverpool sort of thing. Don't really hate each other, but you kind of do. It's just bants, isn't it, Stuart? Just bants. (laughs) For the most part, until those, the bants get too serious. Dun, dun, dun. But I like Glasgow and Edinburgh. They're both really cool. Glasgow's changed so much in the last 10 years. Um, so yeah, it's really, really come a long way. Oh, another another uh, InspiroBot quote. A delivery boy is pretty much just a business person with a conscience. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, there's a picture of a lady. That doesn't make sense. This thing doesn't make sense. <laughs> Where inspiration dies, hearts arise. <laughs> 
Knowing you are a more effective travel agent doesn't make you a more effective pilot. <laughs> What? That doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. Your views of sadness is like something from the Middle Ages. There you go. Well, you know, I mean, that one clearly makes sense. <laughs> Going to work is like being a drug drug addict. <laughs> Psychology is simply reinterpretation of the banality of evil. Banality? What a word! Where did they? Where does a computer learn banality? I mean, I didn't really know banality. I'm probably even saying it wrong. Banality? Let's see. Banality? No, I did say it right. Um, the fact or condition of being banal? Hmm. <laughs> Fits your tripping. <laughs> no, Paul. Sorry, you weren't here, so you di you didn't see. So, uh, Frit Fitz. Sorry, not Fritz. Ooh, shouldn't say Fritz. Awkward. If anyone does know that reference, uh, Fitz is basically just quoting uh, Inspirebot. If you go to Inspirebot.me, it's a basically an AI computer that can generate inspirational quotes, um, but they're hilarious because they don't make sense at all. Think of it as inspiration, not a job. See, that's one of the quotes. It's great. I love this. This is so good. I know we said we were going to talk about current news. We'll, we'll get to that and Inspirebot later. But we can always come back to Inspirebot because I love it. Stay pleasant. Well, no, yeah, that does make sense. It's boring when they make sense, though. I like the more random they are, the better and funnier they are. There's a fine line between quality time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, my God. All right. This is terrible. This is so bad. So this is the actual one. I'm going to tweet it later to prove that it's a thing. Maybe not actually, because it's quite bad. So <laughs> there's a fine line between quality time and cancer. I'm just going to let that sink in for a little bit. <laughs> That's <is> so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it just makes no sense. How did it? Ah, quality time and cancer. Wow. Not funny topics. Anyway, everyone else that's joined the room, who do you think is going to be the next prime minister of the UK? Do you think it's going to be Bojo? Or do you think it's going to be Jehu? Jehu? Jehu doesn't really work as well as Bojo. Boris Johnson, by the way, if people were wondering who Bojo I was referring to. And Jehu is Jeremy Hunt. Jehu. I like it. I'm going to call him Jihu from now on. I'm going to make it a thing. <laughs> okay, okay. I've got one last, last quote. Okay. Don't surrender to last year's fame. Just be lonely. <laughs> uh, this is great. I love, I love these. Don't surrender to last year's fame. Just be lonely. For anybody else that wants to see all these amazing quotes, just go on to inspirebot.me. <laughs> okay, all right. I know I said that was the last one, but all right, this is the last one. Oh, Stuart, Stuart calls. Oh, hi, Harry. Welcome. I've not seen you for a while as well. Um, Stuart was referring to, we were talking about Jeremy Hunt. And uh, yeah, he just called him that word. I don't want to swear just in case I get banned um so you don't have to <laughs> this is the last quote okay i promise this stuff i don't promise my promises mean nothing don't listen to my promises <laughs> you, 
You don't have to have a meaningful life in order to quit heroin. You heard it here first, folks. You don't have to have a meaningful life to, in order to quit heroin. Anyway. Dun, 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 dun. Play, play my little audio files I've got. I forgot I had these on here. <laughs> Sorry. Was that really loud in your ears? Apologies. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just getting everyone to leave the room now with my annoying noises. Um, right. Okay. Let's look at some news today. Dun, 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 dun. What news channel shall I look? Should I go to BBC, The Independent, The Daily Express, which has just come up, uh, The Daily Mail, Oh, the Daily Mail. Let's see what the Daily, Daily Mail has today. Right. <laughs> Dog owner whose chihuahua gizmo was snatched by a seagull hits back at online trolls who say she is lying. What do we think? Do you think she's lying? Anna knows the lady. So is she lying or is she telling the truth? That's the question. She's telling the truth. Her dog was snatched by a seagull. No way. I don't believe it. All right, let's read the. So a devastated dog owner whose pet chihuahua was snatched from her back garden by a seagull has been faced with trolls accusing her of making the incident up. Becca Hill, is your friend Becca Hill, Anna? 24, and her six-year-old daughter have been left distraught after the bird swooped down and took their dog Gizmo in Devon yesterday afternoon. Ha! Huh. Well, there you go. Wow. I mean... But I didn't even know that, like, seagulls could pick things up. Can they? I don't think I've ever seen a seagull pick things up with, with their, like, claws. I mean, yeah, I'm assuming he, it couldn't pick it up with a mouth. Surely not its mouth. Okay, let's keep, let's keep reading. I mean, yeah, girls are bad. Oh, oh, I nearly swore. Girls are bad. Seagulls are really, really bad. Um, but I've heard of them, like, stealing food and stuff. But I've never heard of them, like, stealing a dog. All right. But after appealing for anyone who has seen her brown and white pooch to come forward, she has been targeted. Oh, she's not got it back. Oh, I'm really, oh, that's really, oh, that's really sad. Oh, I thought she'd like, like the bird drop, dropped it and the dog was fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's go on to the next one. I hope, Anna, I hope your friend Becca finds the dog. Like, I don't think they, um, yeah. That's really sad. I thought I just assumed that I don't know she got it back, and um, and yeah, I probably should have read the whole article before we kind of all joked about it. Uh, right, let's go to the next Daily Mail article. Like Daily Mail is literally just plastered with like Love Island stuff. Um, yeah, it does it does sound far fetched, but you know, you're not. It's not just the. <laughs> how funny is it? <laughs> Someone that knows her was in our room. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree, Stuart. But it's literally just passed it all over it. Um, Love Island spoiler. Do, do you want me to read out the Love Island spoiler? Because I don't care if it spoils Love Island. Is anybody in here love Love Island that doesn't want to hear a spoiler? All right. I'm going to give you five seconds. After those five seconds, I'm going to read the spoiler, which might not actually be a spoiler, to be fair. Five, four, three, two, one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I know exactly who's why. Uh, Love Island spoiler. Amber's mum believes there's a spark between her and Ovi, and Anna accuses Molly May of faking her love for Tommy. I don't know what any of this means. 
Let's move on to the next article. I should start my own little like theme tune with someone that can sing instead of me, you know. Sounds like an episode of Hollyoaks. It does, actually, to be fair. It sounds like a terrible episode of Hollyoaks. Oh, what am I talking about? Every episode of Hollyoaks is terrible. Sorry if you enjoy Hollyoaks. Um, my God, there's so many. Right, let's, let's just do TV and showbiz. Female? What? The Daily Mail has like a female section, but it's spelt F-E and then like male as in the Daily Mail. Uh, right, okay. Well, the first one is about birthday boy Prince George. I mean, I, I have nothing, literally nothing against the um, royal family. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like anti-royalist, but I'm also not bothered. I'm just like, eh, so it's birthday. He's just like a boy and has a birthday like every other boy. Why are we freaking out about it? But this is the Daily Mail, so I'm not surprised. They are very fond of the royal family. Them and the Conservative Party. Okay. The people who camp out for the birth freak me out. Grown men camping to see a baby. Yeah, that is really, really, really weird. Like, it's so strange when there's like super, super. So, okay. <laughs> Here's a little history about me. So when I finished university, I uh, worked for a online um, newspaper uh, for a charity. And they used to do these articles on this guy who was a massive activist and loved to like go to loads of protests and stuff. And he was always protesting. That's why they really liked him to like stories and stuff. Cause not a lot of people were covering him. So it was quite an interesting thing, but he also weirdly enough was like a massive royalist, like loved the Royal family. Like you wouldn't believe. And this guy would just cake himself in union flags and have everything to do with Royals. And like, you have all this memorabilia. And, um, oh, I think his name was Terry. And yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, he was a lovely, lovely guy. Don't get me wrong, but it was just really strange. He was like obsessed with the royal family and like he would camp out for days. Like he would literally get ready if there was like, if, I think, I don't know, she was doing something special. I don't know. I don't care enough to remember what it was. Something was happening with the royal family and he was camping out for like a week beforehand and it was like behind a fence and like all the police knew him because they knew him from like the protests and they knew him as a regular for like events that dealt with the royal family. It was just crazy. And then, yeah, people camping out when uh, one of the royal family go into labor and just wait outside. And you're just like, what? What's going to happen? I mean, all they're going to do is get, catch a glimpse of the family leaving the hospital with their baby. I mean, it's not like they're going to hold the baby out. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> it's going to do the physical action. That's why I just hit my, oh my God, hold the baby out like Michael Jackson did over the window. Well, hopefully they don't do that. Jeez but I think they would get in trouble. Um, yeah, so it's, it's very, very, very odd when people are camping out to see the baby. I, I don't get that. But I mean, hey, if it, if it gives them some satisfaction in life, who am I to judge, right? But I, I do think it's very strange, but that <laughs> it would be if they held the baby out like Michael Jackson did. <laughs> I mean, it might stop people camping because then you'd be like, nope, no one can camp here because the royals have gone mad and they keep hold, hanging their babies outside of windows. Uh, what has this conversation turned into? I mean, says the guy who went on to the Daily Mail. I mean, this was always going to happen. Uh, right. <laughs> okay, okay. We've got to go to the next article. That's <laughs> how the babies get fresh air. It's true. Oh, my God. They've got a... So the Daily Mail have a dedicated section for Meghan Markle. 
Wow. How interesting. And the top headline is, the Pilates sure paid off. Jessica Moroni looks very slim in her very tight $20 dress as she walks hand in hand with her husband in NYC after sharing her hardcore fitness routine. What does this have to do with Meghan Markle? I've been lied to by the Daily Mail. Not for the first time. Hey, bants, bants. Um, yeah, sorry. Oh, I'll stop that now. Ban- saying bants into the microphone is probably not very good because you get the big B. <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. I am very good, thank you, Shaga. How are you doing today? Um, right, let's go back to news. Will be a fun, fun thing to talk about. Uh, I don't want to do any talk about anything too serious. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah, it's all too serious. All right, I'm going to go to a different... I'm done with the Daily Mail now. Let's go into... Oh, I've been blocked. Oh, it's because I have an ad blocker. All right, if I pause it on this page, they'll let me in. Because the independent does not work. Uh, Stuart, you're saying that they're showing the same attitude... The Daily Mail showing the same attitude towards Megan like they did to Diana. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like, she just kind of wants to get on with her life and, like, all the press are counting her. But I think the press don't have as much power as they used to. So... I think, you, you know, it'd be different, different kind of situation and stuff. But yeah, it is, it's not great. Um, right, the independent. Hmm, indie life. Let's look at indie life and the independent. What are we going to see in the independent? Oh my God. Why is the top thing Kensington Palace releases new photos marking Prince George's birthday? Ah, uh, why is it every newspaper reporting this? I don't care. India launches mission to the moon. See, now that's cool. I want to know about India launching a mission to the moon. But yeah, I agree, right? Like, it's more interesting to learn about India launching a freaking mission to the moon than listening to news papers talk about baby George. Don't care about baby George. No one's interested in baby George. Oh dear, I'm getting an ad played. So let me just mute it. So you don't hear it playing back into the thing. Um, so India's launched its mission to the moon. Space agency ISRO successfully shot its Chandrayaan-2 into space and off to the mysterious far side of the moon, where it will drop onto the surface in the biggest test yet for India's space program. I didn't even know India had a space program. That's amazing. That's so cool. I'm doing a lot more than, well, the NASA seems to be doing these days. Uh, Chandrayaan, the Sanskrit word for mooncraft, uh, is designed to land on the lunar south pole and send a rover to explore water deposits that were confirmed by a previous mission that orbited the moon. India hopes to become a space superpower through such missions while attempting to keep costs low. It came just a week after engineers cancelled the previous attempt at the launch because of a technical snag, which meant the rocket was unable to fly. And there's a video of the uh, rocket launching. Indian media reports said the launch was aborted after ISRO scientists identified a leak while filling helium in the cryogenic engine of the rocket. The ISRO neither confirmed nor denied the report, saying instead that the problem had been identified and corrected. The spacecraft carries an orbiter, a lander and a rover which will move around on the lunar surface for 14 days. It will take a look, take around 47 days to travel and land on the moon in September. India's Chandrayaan-1 mission orbited the moon in 2008 and helped confirm the presence of water. India plans to send its manned spaceflight by 2022. That's amazing. So we might get someone 
sent from India to go to the moon in 2022. That's so cool. India's really developing their country at some pace. Yeah, I was talking about this um, in one of my other uh, chats that, yeah, India is like one of the places to watch, especially for kind of like investments and stuff. I feel like where India is now, um, in about 10 years time, they'll be where China is now. Um, so, yeah. So according to Paul, so Paul's just asked, is there water on the moon? So according to India, I guess they it is because they sent a spaceship in 2008, which I didn't even realize they did. I mean, I don't know enough about the space program in India, so I'm very fascinated by that. Um, and then, yeah, they sent it around the around the moon and it showed the water deposits. So that's pretty cool. Uh, India is also developing a series of smart cities in India. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty cool. And they're just becoming wealthier and wealthier. Um, so so h- how much more interesting was it to learn about India sending a space mission to the moon than about Prince George's birthday that he's going to have this time next year and the time after that and the time, like, a country sends, you know, a spaceship <laughs> into space which is cool. Anyway, right, I'll stop, I'll stop moaning. <laughs> British classic British thing about moaning. Um, I lost a couple of people from the room. Maybe they were big fans of the Royal family. Awkward. Um, so Sainsbury's is now on Deliveroo. Do you think Sainsbury's being on Deliveroo is a kind of response to Morrison's being on Amazon? Uh, Paul, yeah, they're sending it to the dark side of the moon. I mean, that's what the article said. Are you gonna make a? Uh, are you gonna make a Pink Floyd joke? <laughs> That's pretty cool. There you go. See, come listen to uh, to my podcast, and uh, you hear about you learn about spaceships. Spaceships. <laughs> uh, right. What's the next one? Ooh, Brexit news. Let's let's read the Brexit news. Jacob Rees-Marks tells Boris free trade by October 1 or don't pay EU 39 billion. Is he saying that we should pay the 39 billion so the EU give us free trade with them? I'm super confused. Jacob Rees-Marks pointed out a bargaining tool that Tory leadership contender Boris Johnson should use in Brexit negotiations should he become prime minister. Well, if Jacob Rees-Marks thinks he's going to become prime minister... I think a lot of people think that he's going to become prime minister and I'm pretty confident that he'll become prime minister. What are your thoughts, everybody? What do you try and call? Uh, so either Boris Johnson or Jeremy Hunt will become Tory leader and prime minister this week with the foreign foreign, uh, the former foreign secretary tipped to take the country forward. I mean, that's just confused. Well, I mean, he was the former foreign secretary, but it's also very confusing because Jeremy Hunt is the current foreign secretary so hmm. literally telling him not to pay the money we had already agreed to put into several things before we then voted to leave it's just childish act yep it's very true i wonder whether or not it would work that's the question i don't think it would i no one will take him seriously no one's taken the uk seriously in europe so no one's going to take him of all people seriously um, people don't really take him seriously now. They didn't take him seriously as he was foreign secretary. So why would they take him seriously now? Ba, ba, ba. Right, let's go back to some more. Inspirobot. 
just because you're a developer, it doesn't mean you should act like one. Ooh. Now that's a sting for anyone that develops or is a developer. Those who advocate their spouses think about lies. <laughs> uh, that's just funny because it makes no sense. Right. Enough waffling. Let's talk about the next news thing. Breaking news in Nottinghamshire. No, thank you. Sorry, Nottinghamshire. Not interested. Uh, no, don't want to hear about another stabbing. That's really depressing. Right. Comic-Con. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see what happens in Comic-Con. Has anyone been to Comic-Con? I've never been to Comic-Con, and I'd love to go to Comic-Con. But I kind of want to go as, as be invited. So I'm hoping one day I'll, I'll get into a TV show and it'll be very successful. And then they'll be like, yeah, come to Comic-Con because you're awesome. That's my, that's my dream. I don't think it's going to happen. So this is what happened in Comic-Con. Uh, Mark Hamill has won the Icon Award at San Diego Comic-Con. Hamill, best known for playing Luke Skywalker in Star Wars, was taking part in a panel when organizers surprised him with an honor on stage. The Icon Awarded is, uh, the Icon Award is given to those who have brought comic book and arts culture to wide audiences. George Lucas and Stanley are previous winners. Has he brought comic book and arts culture to wide audiences? Accepting the award, Hamill said, if it weren't for you, I certainly wouldn't be standing here. I started coming to these cons years before I met George. I remember I was at the con when they said, did you hear there's going to be 5,000 people this year? And we were like, wow, how many women? <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, English Comic Con. Have you ever been to the Comic Con in the UK? They do it here, don't they? I feel like they do do it here. Do do. I'm so childish. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they do do it here. But this is this is about the American, so it was in San Diego. So the American Comic Con. Um and Hamill was saying, I remember yeah. So thank you very much. I want you to remember I'm your buddy until the end. That's cool. It must be what what he does did for a living for years after Star Wars, because he wasn't in many films after that. Yeah, they do they do loads. It's just become such a big thing. I'd love to go. I mean I don't know. Would would you dress up if you went to Comic Con? I'd probably dress up. I don't know what I dress up as, but I sure as hell want to be one of the cool kids that's dressed up at Comic-Con. So what are people queuing for? If there's one thing we've noticed about the 50th, San wow, 50 years San Diego Comic-Con is that fans don't mind queuing. It's not unusual for attendees to wait in line to buy exclusive products, watch panel events and get merchandise signed. Hollywood star Orlando Bloom, God, he's not been in anything for a long time. Surprised fans when he returned up during an interactive video event for Amazon Prime's new Carnival Row. I've not seen Carnival Row. Is he, any, is he in Carnival Row? Has anybody watched that? Maybe he is. Uh, Bloom, oh yeah. I should just continue reading before I ask that question out to the room. Bloom plays Detective Rycroft Philstrait in the Victorian fantasy noir with Cara Delvine. The actor was mobbed by fans who had not realized he was in the enclosure when they queued up around the block outside the San Diego Convention Center on Friday. Amazon had erected a replica set allowing fans to experience three their three new offerings, Carnival Row, The Boys, and The Expanse. Ah, has Amazon taken The Expanse? That's cool. I thought The Expanse was canceled. Oh, that's awesome. I really liked The Expanse. And then it was I found out it was cancelled, so I was very sad. But now I know it's not cancelled. So if you've never watched The Expanse, really cool show about um, 
So basically, there's Earth, there's a colony on Mars, and there's a colony um, out in space, unlike a mining kind of colony uh, where they live in a ship. But it's really cool. It's really interesting. And yeah, I think the theme of today's talk is going to be space. India going to space. Maybe they're going to colonize Mars. What do you think about colonizing Mars? Would you go on a mission to Mars, but a one-way mission? Because that's that. That's how they're saying they're going to... I think Mars 1 is not a thing anymore, but that's how they were going to do it, wasn't it? They were going to go in one swoop and um, and then never come back. It was like a one-way... And what would they do? Well, yeah. would you do that? <laughs> you Hell yeah. Radiation is pretty strong. You'd go for the laugh. You know there's no going back if you go on a one-way trip to Mars, right, though? <laughs> Just going to go for the bents, mate. It's not like a stag do. You can't come back. <laughs> Imagine the most ultimate stag do ever, Mars. <laughs> I mean, I would love it if that was like an application for the Mars One project. <laughs> Someone came in and was like, why do you want to go to Mars? Yeah, it's going to be a great stag do. Uh, it'd be great. Me and my mates, we're lads. We like to drink. And he's gone to Mars, no one's gone to Mars. Everyone goes to Prague, Magaluf, but no one goes to Mars. So yeah, we want to be the first lads to go to Mars. <laughs> At least you can avoid getting married. <laughs> True, that is factually correct. If you went to Mars for a stag do, you would not come back. But then what if the wife came over to Mars and you had the wedding in at Mars and then you were stuck in Mars together forever because there's no escaping. And it's not like you can just create because you're all going to be living in the same enclosure, because surely they're not going to have like separate cities all around Mars at the beginning. Well, I don't know. I don't know enough about Mars. Um, terraf- terraforming Mars. That's what they call it, terraforming, when they create land out there. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I'd find my way out. Nice. <laughs> really? So Christian said there was actually a scam called let's send someone to Mars. (laughs) That's hilarious. You know, that would make an interesting reality TV series though. Like, yeah, it would. I think that'd be very, very interesting. Oh, can you guys guess? Let's have a little vote. Can you guess what was the most popular cosplay character? Now, at Comic-Con this is. Now, I'll give you a hint. No, I don't need to give you a hint because I think it's it's a very recognizable character. So it's not some obscure anime or anything like that. So who do you think was the most popular cosplay? Taking the votes now. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, some guy from Marvel. <laughs> I mean, yes, you're not wrong, Stuart. It was some guy from Marvel. So Christian thinks it's Spider-Man. I'm never... I'm not going to confirm nor deny whether that is true. Batman? Thor? I think people will be scared to go as Thor. I'll just say it's not Thor. But people will be scared to go as Thor because you've got to be like super muscly to be Thor. <laughs> right. So basically what we've done now is we're all going to go to Comic-Con together when the next one rolls around and you're going to dress as each one of those characters. So good luck dressing up as Thor, Stuart. <laughs> or Ill Thor. <laughs> Uh, that (laughs) would be hilarious Um, but actually Christian was right it was Spider-Man you got it in the first one and other popular characters were Stormtroopers Stormtroopers are pretty cool 
I, d- I don't know why I just thought of about <laughs> Game of Thrones, but well, Stormtroopers reminded me of um, the Game of Thrones. So remember the episode where, um, oh, what was the Greyjoy's first name? This is my problem with uh, Game of Thrones. I was like, I watched it, but I wasn't a huge fan, but I knew he was a Greyjoy, but he was a guy. Ah, he was Theon's older brother. So what was his name? Don't waste your time. Do not watch an episode of Game of Thrones. It'll just depress you at the end. Worst ending ever. No, that's that's unfair. Um, it 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 was a disappointing ending. Yeah, <laughs> lucky you. What was the name of that great? Uh, anyway, what was the name of the Greyjoy? Was it Balon Greyjoy? No, that was his dad. Yara. No. Maron Broderick. Maron Greyjoy. Is it Maron? No. Oh my god. This is so difficult. <laughs> you really envy people who have not seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Euron. Euron Greyjoy. Right. So the Stormtrooper reminds me of Euron Greyjoy because basically in one episode he was like a sniper, like shooting down. Like he shot down a dragon. I was like aiming for Daenerys, the, the dragon lady, and just like being able to shoot all boats down and everything. He was an amazing sniper. And then um, when they, like the next episode or the episode after that, um, they attack uh, King's Landing and the like Euron um, was on his boat and he was firing at the dragons again. And he had an even bigger fleet of ships. And, <laughs> and um, there was like these arrows on, all across the castle and stuff. And not one of them hit the dragon or even came close to the dragon. And the dragon just like wasted all of them. And you're like, well, how in one episode where he had like five boats, he took down a dragon. And in this episode where he's got like 50 ships, he can't kill a dragon. It just, it didn't make sense. That was one of those things I was just like, oh my God. And so there was a really funny meme going around that was... um Basically, the second episode was showing uh, Euron Greyjoy as a stormtrooper because they're obviously very bad at shooting things. Funny fact. Why is no one laughing? It's a funny fact. Ah, there we go. Ooh, that's really loud. I'm going to try more, uh, more noises. Apologies if that hurt your ears. I need to edit a little bit but it's fun i want to try it out because you've got this an option you can add uh, audio clips to it so should be should be really cool right dragon was complacent yeah stop yeah don't make excuses it's just bad writing <laughs> sorry it's really bad to say <laughs> where's where's my <laughs> really successful hbo series where i can sit on my freaking high chair and uh, judge um the showrunners of game of thrones I don't have it. So, uh, so I really shouldn't complain. I, I, I was very disappointed by the ending. Um, as I think a lot of people were, I don't think I was disappointed with the content of the ending. I don't think that I disliked how the story ended. I just felt it was like really quick. They, and quickly done. I didn't even dislike the fact that, um, is any, I'm I'm going to go through spoilers. I mean, it's been out for a while now, so you should have seen game of Thrones finale. Um, but I, I didn't even mind that um, the little one killed the Night King. But I was just a bit like, 
Arya, that's her name. Arya killed the Night King. But that's just a bit like, you know, it, it just happened way too quickly. It was like this massive epic battle. And then right at the end, she just kills him like that. And you're like, oh, okay. That was a bit of anticlimax. And so, yeah, I just, I just think it was executed really badly. And this is not an insult of the actors acting. Like, their acting was spectacular. It was really, really good. It was just just a bit of an anticlimax, I guess, the whole thing. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe that's Game of Thrones' final foot you know, screw you to the viewer because they've done that so many times before. What was the last thing they could do to really shock the viewer? They've done everything extreme they could do, like physically. So what else could they do? Oh, I know. (laughs) They could just make it bad. And yeah, it worked. So really, Game of Thrones did exactly what they wanted to do. Huh. Do you look at that? How interesting. People have stopped chatting since we were talking about Game of Thrones, so I will stop talking about Game of Thrones. Uh, let's go back to the Inspire bot. Dun, 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 dun. What does the Inspire bot have today? If you can stalk him, you can hypnotize him. Stop talking about Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fair. And do, 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 do. Look into the mirror and say, you look wonderfully healthy focused well just wanted you to know that i look health focused that's that's something you got to tell yourself every day in the day you look in the mirror and you don't say you're the man you say you look in the mirror and you say to yourself you look wonderfully health focused <laughs> cognition is actually just a reversal of the Interfenamental, oh my God, that is a word and a half. I'm just, right now I can say this word, interphenomenality, interphenomenality. My God, that is a hard word to say. Cognition is actually just a reversal of the interphenomenality of endlessness. Just ponder on that for a while, guys. Interphenomenality, Wow. This thing is testing my reading abilities. I can tell you that for nothing. I'm glad I'm not the only one that doesn't know what that means. Even Google doesn't know what that means. I feel like that's not a word. I feel like this machine has made up a word. So it's I-N-T-E-R-P-H-E-N-O-M. I know it is a word. I think. What? Meaning. So, no, it uh, doesn't seem to be a word. I feel like this bot has just made this word up. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Mohammed, I do have an Instagram. It's at Henry Alexander. Uh, instead, instead of the E-R, it's three R at the end. I should just type it in. It is at... Henry Alexander. There you go. That is my Instagram handle. So give me a follow on Instagram, guys. I'm totally hip and cool and down with the kids. I think my last post was like a year ago. I'm terrible with Instagram. I went through a phase where I was like posting loads and then like got a decent amount of followers and then I stopped because I'm lazy. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Got to be some lazy. What have we got? We got, we got, we were talking about Jacob Rees-Mogg. God, I really do not like that guy. 
I'm quite a, I'm quite a chill person about most people. I don't really dislike anybody, but I dislike Jacob Rees-Mogg because he's just such an epitome of like he was educated. I think at Eton, we definitely went to a public school. He um, just has no idea of the reality of things and is so not down to earth and and just so full of crap. Really, he just chats absolute shit. Excuse my French. Hey, that's not really French. It's just a saying we say in English. <laughs> Stuart says that <laughs> um, Jacob Rees-Mogg's looks like a haunted pencil. <laughs> You're not wrong. Trump, nah, I don't feel like I could, I just, I don't want to give Trump any more air that he already has. His boy just keeps talking and everyone just keeps plastering him all of the news and if it's something that he disagree with, disagrees with, he just shouts fake news and people don't believe it. Well, I mean, his supporters, I guess. Anybody big fan of Trump here? I don't dislike him. Um, yeah, of course you are, Stuart. Do you believe that the uh, the world is flat as well? I feel like we had that conversation. Was he? Well, no, I think it was Bart that thought the world was flat. Yeah. Um, ba, 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 ba. And by the way, the world is flat, everybody. This is a chat about the flat earth. Welcome. I know it's flat. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, why is everyone just... What, you're trying to make it sound like I'm being sarcastic. The world is flat. You know, you get to the end of it and then you fall off. It's, it's obviously flat. I mean, it's a massive conspiracy of um, NASA, all the scientists in the world. They're just liars, you know. It's the probably the biggest conspiracy in the world, which is flat. So it's the biggest conspiracy of the flat world. Yeah, but they but but so captains of ships are also in, involved in this conspiracy because they won't take you to the edge of the world. So you know we've got NASA, we've got all the governments, we've got the pilots. They're in on this scam. We've got um, the moon's flat. No, the moon's round. You can see it. <laughs> Stuart's going to GTA and take a boat to the edge of the world. Yeah, but you'll be stopped by the government, man. They won't let you see it. Because then everyone will know the truth. The world is flat and not round. But you know, you know why it's, you know why this conspiracy, where it's come from, right? You know, why, why everyone believes the world is round. Do you know who the biggest, biggest winner in all of this is? The biggest winner of the world being round is the people that produce round-shaped globes. It's a conspiracy just for them. They are basically trying to push this conspiracy of the world being round when it's obviously flat, just so they could sell more globes. Like, it's so obvious it's, it's painful. I mean, I don't understand why people can't see it. Open your eyes, sheep. Sorry, open your eyes, sheeple. It's obvious. You know, why else would we have all these round kind of globe things being sold to us from everybody? The world is flat. When you look down the street, does it curve? No, it doesn't. It's flat. So the world is flat. The queen is not a lizard. She's an alien lizard. You've got to get it right. So, yeah, the world is flat, everybody. Facts are facts. 
you know if you if you go to a beach and you look across the water do you see a curvature no you see just the horizon you see flat so it's flat it's all flat just you guys need to open your eyes the world will end and be reborn and she will still be hanging about with phil <laughs> uh <laughs> you gotta love old phil hey see he's getting he's getting on a little bit he's, he's a little bit old now am i related to piers bronson no i'm not what makes you think i'm related to him <laughs> Oh, uh, he is. I, I, I think, yeah, Prince Philip is really, really funny because he basically just crashed a car. <laughs> he crashed a car because he's too old to drive. And just like, yeah, I'm Bance, whatever. I'm, I'm a prince. Stop me. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, you think I look like him? Oh, thank you. That's a very nice compliment. So anyway, sorry, guys, I'm waffling on. Thank you all for listening to me jammer on. Um, very much appreciated. Uh, the next one should have a guest on, and so it be a very interesting one. Hope you have a great evening, everybody. Time for me to Brexit and go let the dogs out. Um, yeah, so take care, guys. Have a great evening and all day, depending where you are in the world, because some people are starting their day now. Uh, and I have been Henry, and I've been all over it. I'm trying to do like a tagline where I say all over it. I don't know if it is it working. Does it sound good? Does it sound lame? It sounds lame, doesn't it? Uh, I guess it's time for me to leave. And on that note, bye. <laughs> bye, guys. Have a great evening.